I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, August 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. So today, some interesting data came out, Jay. 56% of Canadians prefer the metric system. And this is from a new poll from Research Co., despite the fact that 80% use the imperial system to determine height and 76% use it to determine weight. Now, Jay, you're a, a transnational person coming from the U.S., now living in Canada. And so you've experienced that transition from kind of imperial to metric. Which one do you prefer? Well, the metric system makes a ton more sense. Most obviously. people say the imperial makes more sense if you talk to Americans. Yeah, right. The Americans are resistant to the metric system, but water should boil at 100 degrees for sure and freeze at zero, not, I don't know, 212 and 32. So I am partial to the metric system in terms of distances and temperature, but also use weight and height in the imperial system. I, I, so one, I think this is a generational divide. Obviously, if you lived for a significant chunk of your life using the imperial system, it probably would be tougher to move over to the metric. But somebody my age, I've only known the metric system. That's all I know. But it, it still is weird. And I think it's just out of convenience that we use the imperial system for some things and not others. For example, I, I think like weights at the gym are in pounds, so it's imperial. And that's probably just because we buy our weights from the US. We don't want to rebrand them. But I did go to Australia. And when I was living in Australia, it's all in the metric system. So they use whatever it is, like, uh, is it kilos? <laughs> yes, kilos. Yeah, it's kilos. And so like, I was confused. I didn't, I was all confused. It was a, it was a whole issue, Jay. But anyways, so I, I'm, I'm fine with the metric system. I'm fine with the current system that we have. And I, I don't have a strong opinion on it. I'd be like, I'm surprised at people who do. I'm surprised that it's only 56% of the people that actually like it. I, that's true. That's a good point too. It's like, who cares? Like, I, I'm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brett, aside from that, and I'm going to start using weights and stones to avoid this conversation altogether, what do we have for Peak Pals today? Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of other metro, like measurement systems out there. For our first story, inflation is still far too high. For our second story, lab-grown diamonds are picking up steam. And for our last story, Canada could be getting a little bit of cash from the U.S., Jay. I like the sound of that. But for our first story, inflation may have peaked, but still remains far too high. That, according to a new op-ed, penned by the Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem or TMAC. Okay, Brad, this sounds like good news, but maybe it's too soon to say. Jay, in TMAC, we trust. You know, that's that's the motto around here. Look, it feels like it's still a little bit too early. At least that's what our, our boy TMAC thinks. So the annual pace of price hikes fell from June's 39-year high of 8.1% down to 7.6%, with these and gas prices being the biggest contributor, which makes sense. Yes, gas prices were still 36% higher in July than a year earlier, but 9% lower than in June. It was the largest monthly fall in gas prices in over two years. Even I've noticed it. I don't drive a lot, but even just by like walking past the gas stations. By the, by the way, I can drive, just that I don't drive, but I'm walking by the gas stations, even I notice it. Now, prices for more than half of the goods and services that make up the consumer price index are still rising faster than 5%, excluding gas. The index has jumped 6.6%. Grocery costs alone are up from 9.4% in June to 9.9%. And the cost of eating out, natural gas and travel, both airline and hotels, continue to rise. Now, this could be the turning point in the battle, and it's a fierce battle, against inflation that we have been waiting for. But Macklem made clear that there is still a long road ahead and more interest rate hikes to come. I just like the visual of like T-Mac waking up and looking in the mirror every morning and be like, I'm going to get you inflation. I'm going to get you today. Anyway, inflation will likely remain high for some time. This is what he wrote, pointing to persistent global factors like supply chain issues, the war in Ukraine, and swinging commodity prices, as well 
as a nationwide demand for goods and services that continues to outpace supply. And Jay, here's the bottom line. 7.6% is still far from the bank's 2% inflation target. I, I heard some economists say yesterday, anything more than 2.25 isn't just unacceptable. So another rate hike in September is inevitable. But easing numbers may make another full percentage point increase less likely. For our second story. Now, last year, Pandora, the number one gift option for high school boyfriends and guys who forgot it was Mother's Day, and they're also the world's largest jewelry maker by as well, they announced that they would stop selling mine diamonds. Pretty interesting. And yesterday, they kind of saw that through. They announced the launch of its first collection featuring lab-grown diamonds that's going to be coming out later this month throughout Canada and the U.S. That's a pretty big shift. They're selling kind of mined diamonds. Now they're going to lab-grown. I guess diamonds aren't Pandora's best friend. Oh, I like what you did there. Well, at least not mine diamonds. They're not their friends anymore. Shoppers, particularly those in coveted younger demographic, are increasingly seeking sustainable and ethical products. Now, if a diamond's grown in a lab, it comes with a guarantee that it's not a conflict diamond. No miners were injured or killed in its creation, and no major negative environmental impact happened. They're also much more affordable, another attractive selling point, obviously, with the average retail price of a lab-grown diamond 30% of the price of a natural diamond. Now, if you do have that passion for flashing, you're looking for that status symbol, Jay, no worries, because luxury brands have started to adopt the lab-grown diamond too with high price tags intact. They haven't well, changed that. <laughs> well, I'm all about the ice bread. You know that. For example, luxury watchmaker Tag Hauer. I never knew how to pronounce that. Tag Heuer? CJ, that's how I know that if you can't pronounce it, you can't afford it. <laughs> that's probably true. Anyway, they introduced its first timepiece featuring lab-grown diamonds and it was also the most expensive item ever. And look, here's why it matters. After shedding the reputation of being fake, lab-grown diamonds now have consumers' stamp of approval. The biggest challenge now, we're making enough of them to meet demand per the Globe and Mail, which means hiring technicians and building new facilities with BC scouted as a potential hub for production facilities. And Jay, I've never understood why lab diamonds haven't taken off. They, you can't tell. They're indistinguishable from a real diamond. You have to like look at it on the like molecular level to figure it out. We're not going to do that. And for our last story, when President Joe Biden's landmark climate bill passed last week, an aspect of the bill with a potential Canadian tie was often overlooked. The $500 million set aside to support critical mineral production. And this is why it matters. So Canadian officials are pointing to a document recently posted on the White House website that explicitly calls for Canada to be a domestic source for critical minerals as a sign that Canada could see some of this $500 million coming its way. Yeah, see, we're already going to be mining for those fake diamonds. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. The U.S. is intent on weeding itself off of critical minerals mined in China, and in fact, we'll need to do so to ensure North American electric vehicles are deemed North American enough to count for the country's new tax credit. Yeah, I'm always trying to be North American enough. Earlier this year, <laughs> Canada went all in on critical minerals, starting an initiative to spend $3.8 billion over the next eight years to grow the critical mineral industry. But... Canada has a lot of work to do to ramp up the industry as it lags behind its peers in mining most critical minerals. Likewise, China is a major player in Canadian critical minerals. A Chinese corporation owns the only operating lithium mine in Canada, which is precisely what the U.S. wants to avoid. 
And just to kind of wrap this all up, it's while this sneaky language in the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act, look, a potential mineral partnership with the U.S. presents a massive economic opportunity for Canada and its goal of becoming a leading producer of critical minerals. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I figured out a name for these diamonds that are manufactured in the lab. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. They're beyond diamonds. <laughs> See what I did there? No, I like it, Jay, <laughs> but I, I can't emphasize enough that they are the same I as know. the real diamonds. But no, I think it's a good name. I like it. That's <laughs> okay. Maybe you should pursue that. Brett, we have an anniversary coming up. We'll talk about it later this week, but it's a big week for us here at the Peak Daily. And I'm expecting you know, something special, something shiny. <laughs> how, how about a Beyond Diamond? Yeah. Have a good day, Brett. You too, Jay.